Good evening, children. It's Granny Macduff, ready with a story. So make yourselves comfy, and I'll begin. Once upon a time, there lived a farmer and his wife, who had a daughter. She was lovely, and she knew how to do everything, from working the farm, to sewing, to cooking, to bargaining at the local market. Her name was Josephine. One day, while she was selling corn from the farm, she met a nice young gentleman who was a merchant's son and himself now a merchant. His name was Francis. He began to court her, and he would come and visit for supper every night he could. Soon after, they became betrothed, and they planned on a full wedding among the harvest. In the meantime, Francis would visit as often as possible. When he would arrive for supper, her mother would send Josephine down to the cellar to fetch some ale. One evening, when she went down to draw the ale, Josephine looked up and saw a mallet stuck in one of the beams on the ceiling. It must have been there a long time, but she had never noticed it before. Then she began a thinking. Suppose I were to marry Francis and we were to have a child. And that child were to grow up and come down here into the cellar to fetch ale just as I am doing now. And the mallet were to fall and hurt them. How dreadful it would be! She put down her candle and the jug and began a crying. Meanwhile, upstairs, her parents and Frances began to wonder what was taking her so long. So her mother went down to the cellar and found Josephine crying. The ale was running all over the floor, but she paid no attention. Whatever is the matter, my dear daughter? she asked. Oh, mother, how terrible it could be. Josephine replied, Look here, a mallet stuck in the beam in the ceiling, a horrid sight. Suppose I were to marry Francis and we were to have a child and that child were to grow up and come down here into the cellar to fetch ale just as I'm doing now and the mallet were to fall and hurt them. <laughs> How dreadful it would be. Oh dear, oh dear cried her mother. What a dreadful thing it would be! And her mother sat beside her and began a-crying too. After a bit, Josephine's father wondered why neither his wife nor daughter had come back. So he too went down into the cellar to find them. There they sat, the ale running from the spout across the floor. Whatever is the matter, my dear lovelies? He asked. Look at that horrid mallet husband. There in the beam on the ceiling. Just think. If Josephine were to marry Francis and they were to have a child and that child were to grow up and come down here into the cellar to fetch her just as Josephine came to do and the mallet were to fall and hurt them. How dreadful it would be. Oh dear, oh dear, cried Josephine's father. 
and the farmer sat himself down and began a crying too. Francis waited. But after a time, he wondered where they had all gone. The food was getting cold, and he had come to see Josephine after all, but saw her only for a fleeting second before she went down into the cellar. So he went down to see what was going on. There they were, the farmer, his wife and Josephine, all sitting and crying with the ale running across the floor. Francis hurried and turned off the spout. What on earth are you three doing, sitting and crying with ale all over the floor? Look at that horrid mallet there in the beam on the ceiling, said the farmer. Suppose you and Josephine were to marry and were to have a child and that child were to grow up, come down here into the cellar to fetch ale and the mallet were to fall and hurt them. The farmer started crying worse than before, which prompted Josephine and her mother to do the same. Francis burst out a laughing. He reached up and pulled the mallet out of the ceiling. I have travelled far and wide, but never have I met such sillies as you three. I shall be starting my travels again at sunrise, and when I find three bigger sillies than you, I shall come back and Josephine and I shall be married. I wish you goodbye. And they began to cry ever harder than before, for Josephine, it seemed, had just lost her sweetheart. Francis set out on his travels once again. He was a merchant after all, and business must be done. He had travelled quite a long way, when one day he came upon a cottage in the woods. It had grass growing on the roof. The woman whose cottage it was was outside trying to get her cow to climb a ladder. What are you doing? Francis inquired. Look at that beautiful grass there on my roof. I want my cow to climb the ladder and eat the grass on the roof. She'll be quite alright. I should tie this string round her neck and feed it down the chimney then strap it to my wrist. This way I can do my housework while she's eating, but if she were to fall off, she couldn't do it without me knowing. What a silly you are, Francis replied. Just go up onto the roof, cut the grass and throw it down to the cow. Oh no, I couldn't do that. It's better she climbs up there and eats it where it is, the woman replied. So, Francis watched as the woman got the cow up onto the roof, tied the string round its neck, put the string down the chimney and tied it to her wrist. A tremendous silly indeed, Francis thought. And soon enough, just as he had assumed it would happen, it did. The cow tumbled from the roof, unhurt for it was a short fall. The string pulled the woman up into the chimney where she was stuck. Francis burst out laughing. <laughs> the cow was now happily grazing under a nearby tree. Help! Help! 
the woman cried. He went into the house, tugged on the woman's ankle, and down she fell from inside the chimney. A silly. The first silly since Josephine's. Francis went on his way. And when it grew dark, he stopped at an inn. But they were full up. No rooms except a shared room on the second floor at the end of the hall. Francis had no choice. He must take it. Two small beds sat in the bare room. Francis climbed into the empty one and fell asleep. All was quiet through the night. But in the morning, the man with whom he shared the room got up from his bed and hung his trousers on the knobs of the dresser by the window. How silly, Francis thought. The man then went to the corner of the room, turned around, ran toward his trousers and tried to jump into them. A silly indeed, Francis thought as he watched the man try over and over to jump into his trousers. He tried over and over. Francis watched in amazement and amusement. The man finally stopped and wiped his brow with his handkerchief. I dare say, I believe trousers to be the most awkward piece of clothing there ever were. Who invented such things? I will never know. But it takes me the better part of an hour to get them on every morning. Quite a task it is. How do you manage, kind sir? The man asked. Francis burst out laughing. (laughs) Well, I hold them just so, then step right foot on the right and left foot on the left. He showed the man how to put on his trousers. Oh, thank you, he said. I should never have thought of doing it this way. Much easier it is. Yet another silly. That made two since Josephine's. Francis went on his way and soon came to another village. Just outside there was a pond and all the townspeople were gathered round. They had pitchforks and rakes and shovels and brooms and spoons alike. What is the matter? Francis asked. The moon's fallen! She tumbled right into our pond and we can't get her out! They cried. Francis burst out laughing. <laughs> well, look up, I tell you. The moon's not fallen. She's right up there in the sky. It's her reflection you're seeing in the water, he told them. They would not listen to him. In fact, They yelled and shouted and turned their pitchforks on poor Francis. More sillies. That made three since Josephine's. Francis left the village as quickly as he could. I have seen more sillies away from home than when I was there. I have learned. My beloved Josephine was not quite silly as I thought. I should never have left. For all the business I thought I could do away, I see now that home is where I should be. So he returned home and told Josephine that although she was quite silly, he was a fool. She forgave him. 
then thanked him for removing that dreadful mallet. He laughed and kissed her. They were married that fall and lived happily ever after. The End And now it's time to take a deep breath, close our eyes, so that we may drift off into a world of our own adventure. Good night, children. <laughs>